Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Northern Makers podcast. I'm Steve from Steve Bell Creates, and I'm joined by the very handsome Andy from Potato Woodworks and the fabulous Pierre, who is the Swedish maker. So, on with the show. Well, now then, welcome to episode 57 of our little podcast. And the three Northern Makers, uh, sadly only two Northern Makers again this week, it's just me and Pierre. Hi, Pierre. Yeah, hi. Ah, hey, We're hey. missing Andy again. Again, yeah. Yeah, mm. he's, he's MIA. Mr. Electrolux hasn't released him yet. He's kept no. him hostage. Yeah, oh. he's, he's locked up in a vacuum. <laughs> Strangely enough, he hasn't made any sort of demands. He hasn't demanded any cash or woodworking tools or anything. Mr. Ah, we'll see you later on. Yeah. If they want something for him. Yeah, we can try and spring him uh, yeah. for another week. So last What's week, that? last yeah. week you had a, a, you had a new special. I did. Yeah. I've got, I've got one for you. Oh, it's okay. perfect for, for the start of the show. Okay. Uh, and it was a suggestion from one of our listeners, uh, John from JM Woodcraft. Okay. And he said, he gave me a suggestion for a new thing. So here, here it is recorded five minutes ago. <laughs> Steve. What's your drink? Steve, what's your drink? What's hey. your drink? Wow. Hey, I'm there playing it. Hey, what a voice, Pierre. Hey, what a voice you've got, man. Hey? <laughs> it's like a jingle off now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jingle competition. A jingle competition. Okay, well, um, in this respect, yep. I've got some... I've got some big news on the drink mm. front. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. So, um, I'm, I'm currently drinking Brewdog Punk IPA. Oh, wow. But, he's the rub, Pierre. It's alcohol-free. No way. Yeah. IPA not, without alcohol. Without alcohol. Punked IPA without alcohol. <laughs> All right. Is it I, any good? It's very, it's, it tastes really good. Yeah, it's very good. Mm -hmm. And then following that one, I've got an Infinity IPA, which is alcohol-free. Wow. Wow. What's, what's with the alcohol-free? So, yeah, the, he's the big news. I'm uh, taking a little break from drinking. Oh, wow. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that was the advice you gave in the first ever episode we recorded, right? One of the first episodes, yeah, because yeah, one of the uh, first. That was in lockdown, wasn't it? And I'd, um, yeah, I went several months without drinking, yeah, and I felt fantastic. But then I went back to drinking. Don't ask me why. <laughs> because you also felt fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I felt fantastic. Yeah, and I wrote down all the all the way all the things that I, that had improved from not drinking. You know, more energy, sleeping better, more creative, um, better mood, all these things. And then I went back to drinking. But, um, yeah, I decided the other day to just to have a little break. I don't know how long it'll last. Might not be as long as last time. Could be longer. We don't know. Wow. Is but, uh, uh, Sally, Sally with you on that? Uh, no, no she, she's, she's drinking like a, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's giving it some big licks on the drink front, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she likes a, a wine too much and stuff like that, so. Yeah. 
So, so John uh, from JM Woodcraft, he wrote yeah. to me on Instagram and he said, I was chuckling listening to the episode, the random cans being opened, corks being pulled. <laughs> <laughs> How's about what's a Steve drinking segment? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, well, this week, yeah, sadly, John, um, alcohol free, but it's very nice. It's amazing how many how far al- alcohol free beer has come in this country because it used to be absolutely terrible. Mm. But now it's quite nice. Yeah. Because they used to make it, they used to make the beer with alcohol in and then add some chemicals to take the alcohol ha- out. All right. And it used to give you more of a hangover than it did drinking the real beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now they've got this new yeast which they use, mm. which doesn't produce the alcohol in the beer. Oh, that's nice. So, anyway. So for this week, Steve is alcohol free. Nice. Do you, do so, they have those in stock in like regular stores or Yeah, just regular supermarkets, yeah. 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 All right. And you can get uh, Heineken Zero, Beck's Beer Zero, Peroni Zero. Mm. Lots of different types of beer, like IPAs that are zero, yeah. Mm. Nice. The only problem is beer, they're the same prices the beer with beer in. Yeah, yeah. Ah, there's no incentive not to drink, is there? <laughs> not really, except for the ones that you mentioned earlier about feeling yeah. good. And, <laughs> yeah, and if you go to the pub and you buy a non-alcoholic beer, it costs the same as a pint of beer. Mm. So, yeah, that's not yeah. good. No, uh, not good. No. How's the range of, of different types of beers in England? Because we, in Sweden, we have the Systembolaget, so... Yes, they're the only ones selling, so their range is is massive, like shelf meters of just different sorts of beers. Yeah, well, in the in the supermarket that we go to on a Saturday, mm. uh, one aisle is devoted to beer. All right, the whole aisle is devoted just to cans of on bottles of beer, mm. both like a sort of lager type and a uh, a bitter or IPA type. So the yeah. whole aisle is just beer. And then on the other side, they have two aisles of wine. Oh, wow. <laughs> and spirits, yeah. yeah. So uh, there is a good range. And most supermarkets now have a, uh, one section that's dedicated to non-alcoholic drinks. Oh, yeah. Um, but I only ever buy the, the cans of beer. Sometimes it's nice just like during the day, you don't want to have a proper beer, you just have one of these, that's all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but in, you never know. Next week, I might be drinking. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> what are you drinking anyway? <laughs> you normally I have might, a coke. <laughs> I normally have a coke, but now I'm having a Leffe Blonde. Oh yeah, Leff, yeah, Leffe, Belgi- yeah. Belgian uh, beer. Belgian beer, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, is that in preparation for your trip? <laughs> Oof. I didn't haven't even thought about that, but I'm going to Belgium uh, in what, a bit more than a week, and uh, of course they have one of the best beers in the world, is my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So that oh. apparently we're staying at at some place, but we're where the venue is where we're going uh, is a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> that's handy yeah, very handy <laughs> um, I hope the brewery's closed whilst you're using power tools <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see about that 
I can just see you and Jason Hibbs there, sat on a barrel, you know, a couple of big pint glasses of leth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's have another one, Jason. Yeah. Give me the router. <laughs> <laughs> and a beer. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. 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 Just move your hand away a little bit. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, routers, I see uh, poor Mulan the maker, Daniel Mulan, is cut his fingers on his router yeah he accidentally ah. dropped the router and and tried to pick grab it tried to grab it yeah 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 poor thing oh yeah so they don't his poor fingers looked uh he said i think he said he's uh cut a nerve or something in one of them mm, yeah so uh yeah looked pretty pretty bad but he was gonna come visit me on sunday because he's quite close to me Right, okay. But uh, I guess the, the finger thing ruined yes yeah. <laughs> <his trip> here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know whether he needs anything else doing to his fingers, but uh, it's amazing though, isn't it? Instinct, if something falls off you, immediately try and go and grab it, don't you? Yeah, I, I have the instinct to, to try to save it with my feet, you know, dampen the fall. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. That's the thing I do. And yeah. I've done it with some some things you shouldn't dampen, like knives and stuff like that, because it's a reflex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you got steel toe cap shoes on or what? No. Or just a pair of flip-flops? <laughs> <laughs> a bit of... I think... I'm not sure why, but I guess it came from playing football and trying to dampen the ball. And yes. then yeah. when dropping things, I just tried to save them. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. I don't mm. think I've done the same thing, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, poor Mulan. So good luck. Yeah. I hope you get better soon, mate. Ah. Yeah, yeah, ah. for sure. Yeah, go and see Pierre when you feel better. Yeah, come <laughs> here for a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And uh, I tell you what I realised today. I wrote the date down today. Yeah. And it's, it's the 30th of August today, isn't it? Yeah. And I can't believe that it's September in a, a couple of days' time. I can't believe that... Where's the time gone this year? It's been very quick, yeah, now that you say it. Yeah. That's a really old person thing to say, isn't it? You know, e, isn't the year going fast? It is a typical <laughs> thing to say when you're growing older, but I, <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. It's been rapid. Yeah, it doesn't seem like five minutes ago we were doing like a, the, the January new first podcast of the year. No, exactly. Yeah. So. But when your kids were small, did you feel like that as well? Like time um, was flying? Maybe it's not as much as I do now. Hmm. Um, what about you? When you were a kid, did, uh, did the, the, the year seemed to last forever, didn't it? Oh, yeah. The summer was, was endless. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, I've... I told Julia the other day, I had a busy work day and I got home quite late and I was uh, tired and I told her, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, I, I'm, I can't really help you with any of the chores because I'm totally bonkers knackered. Yeah. Uh, and she said, yeah, that's fine. Just try to rest. But I also felt a bit bad because I, I've, I had wasted all my energy on work for yes. the entire day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I talked about that with, um, Justin as well on his podcast that you, yeah. you kind of get home from work and you've wasted all the energy, the good energy on your work. Yeah. 
but when you have kids you kind of need to do stuff anyways yeah um, yeah but uh it's that's that's one thing that is making the days go fast i i feel like yeah i suppose that's one of the reasons why you're doing what you're doing and gonna move to the farm oh yeah so for sure your energy is spent on you and your family rather than on work yeah for sure yeah and then they will reap the benefits of that then won't they i hope so yeah <laughs> well, let's hope so we'll, we'll see what happens <laughs> <laughs> but yeah when i was working there, i come in sometimes just totally goosed you know what yeah. I mean? you're no good for nothing are you mm. you maybe just want to grab something to eat and then go to sleep yeah yeah and I seem to, as the kids grow older, my oldest daughter is, uh, she's uh, 11 in October. Well remembered. Yeah. (laughs) She she wants to stay up longer than I do now. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't want to go to bed. And I'm I'm like, but you have to go to bed because I want to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) But dad, it's only half past seven. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like that. Like, yeah. The last two hours of the evening, I'm just waiting for them to go to sleep so that I can go to sleep. You can go to bed as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The perils of having children. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mine are 37 and 34 now, we're all right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I see... You released a video at a strange time of day this week, didn't you, Pierre? I did, didn't I? Yeah. So um, normally yours are out on a Sunday sometime, aren't they? Yeah. I just felt uh, like I need to be more irregular. Than yeah. <laughs> just keeping your, list, your viewers on the toes. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because um, Sunday afternoon we'd been... Uh, Oh, no, no, it's Monday afternoon. See, I'm mixed up with the days now. So Monday afternoon, uh, put the TV on YouTube. I thought, oh, I wonder if Pierre's got a video out. No, no video. I thought, that's, you know, a bit strange. <laughs> and then um, later on, I forget, it was late, really later at night, and then it, uh, I said, it said, the Swedish maker's got a video out. I thought, what, what time of night is this? <laughs> yeah, but it was a review video, and I wasn't, I wasn't going to release any videos this weekend, but uh, since it was a review video, I just thought, nah, I'll just, I'll just re- release it. And last night, I I watched the edit through, and I was like, yeah, it's fine now. Uh, so I released it. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was. I enjoyed it. It was good. There was a lot of uh, talking in it, though, wasn't there? Yeah, I was. I I figured yeah. it's not going to do as well, but. Yeah, it was a lot of talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you write that down then? Do you you write down what you're going to say or do you just say it? Yeah, I write the script usually beforehand and then I adapt it some to to what I'm doing. But uh, usually I write the script nowadays because uh, recording goes so much smoother and faster if I've prepared it beforehand. But doing the laser reviews is getting... uh, a well bit boring because I, I'm going to try it out and I have to show some projects, but I I struggle to f- come up with projects that I want to show off. Like mm. I made a card box, but that was just, 
not for because I wanted a car box or anything, no. just to have something just to show up. Show what you've made. Yeah. Show, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and w- when you write these scripts down, then how do you remember them? Are they written on big poster boards in front of you or in front <laughs> of the camera or what? I got a, a teleprompter like oh, uh, okay. a couple of months ago. And okay. that's the b- best thing to have when recording. In some videos, I see that my eyes are like moving back and forth. Reading uh, it, yeah? Yeah, reading, which <laughs> is a bit annoying, but... Uh, it's also something that makes the the recording go so much quicker because I right, okay. I used to do so many takes like because yeah. I didn't know what to say so I had to <laughs> had to figure out as I went along. Yeah. But now that it's written down I can just uh it's perfect you can just pause the the teleprompter. Okay. Uh and and start it over or speed it up, speed it down, slow oh, it down. Cool. Mm, yeah. Hey, you've got all the gear you, haven't you? Ah. Yeah, but that was that's a pretty cheap thing to get. Actually, you put your yeah. phone in in the holder, and it's mirrored so that you. Can oh, just, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it just scrolls as you're going along. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds ah. so. It's pretty. Yeah, it's good. Good thing to have. Yeah, and it was the best looking lazy you've reviewed. It looks very good. Yeah, and that's kind of their thing. It's. Uh, it's very neatly packed, like an Apple product. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I'm not that sold on that machine. Yeah. Uh, I said in the video as well, like the Atom Stack machine is both cheaper and you get more for the the money. Yeah, because you get the, the laser is a, Yeah, yeah. But the, both of them, both of them are like spearheading the laser diode laser business right now, and they are releasing a. Uh, an IR laser uh, as well. What's an uh, IR laser? An IR laser is like a fiber laser, which you can oh, use right, okay. to, to engrave metal. Metal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the good thing about that is you can just uh, put that laser module on on the actual machine and swap okay. the laser modules out. Yeah, okay. So I'm kind of looking forward to trying one of those out to see what yeah. they're all about. Yeah. But that's kind of cool. Eng- you yeah. did engrave a saw blade, though, didn't you? Yeah, stainless steel works g- good with a diode laser, but like mm. any other metals, uh, won't won't really work. No, no. You have to put a coating on some metals, though, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But with the okay. IR laser, you could basically. I saw the they made a a video showing it off, and they could engrave both the outside or the inside of a of a ring, for example. Oh right. Okay. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So that can be be a game changer for yeah <laughs> for metal workers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ring makers. Yeah, and the uh, the laser module is quite big, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm surprised how big that was. Yeah, it's like Physically. double the size of the the smaller ones, the yeah. regular ones. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But it's a nice looking machine. They they've got it down to to the design thing. Mm. And your little uh, coaster face. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not you're not as blur, you're not as blurry now as you were on that coaster. Can I just say? <laughs> that's true. That's actually one of the projects I've been working on this weekend. Um, should I should I tell you? Ooh. Since we're on, on me already. Go yeah, <laughs> on you already. Go for it. Yeah. 
So we had planned to to celebrate Julia's birthday this this weekend. So I knew Saturday I wouldn't have much time to work on in the workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a couple of hours in the morning and uh, I went up early and went to the workshop and I knew I was going to make the end grain cutting board. I yeah. knew how I knew how to make one, like theoretically. And I thought this will be quick. I'm just going to plane it down, cut it into strips, glue it together, then cut it again and glue it together yeah, glue again. together, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I started planing the material that took way longer than expected as it always does <laughs> uh, but before breakfast i had planed all the birch down that i was using and i had cut the strips for the f- first glue up okay. uh, then then i had breakfast and i um uh, glued it glued everything together and here came the first issue i'm not sure if the, if it's the weather but the the glue seemed to dry really quick <laughs> Okay. It wasn't super like, glue then, was it? <laughs> no, it was regular wood glue. Okay. Uh, so after the glue had dried, I could see that it was a bit warped. I didn't okay. have time to, to fiddle around enough. Um, and then so I how did long, this. How long did it take for the glue to dry then? Um, I'm not sure. I, like I was trying to, to align the, the strips. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of stuck already when when before oh, right, clamping okay. it up really. <laughs> instant. <laughs> yeah, instant bond. <laughs> it was tight bond three I was using. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh but then I did the second glue up and uh I realized the cutting board wasn't flat. So I got my old jig out that I used to mill the yes. slab. Yeah. yeah. And the router out. And I used that to flatten the whole thing again. Yeah. So that took some time as well. More time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I used the laser, like you suggested, to engrave the cutting board. Yeah. Uh, and that went perfect. So thanks for that advice. <laughs> uh, we all know which laser of your laser armory did you use? The the, the X-Tool one, the, the most <laughs> recent one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so then I, I bought the, the food safe epoxy to use for this project, uh, as yeah. I announced in last week's episode. And I poured the epoxy and then I looked at the cutting board. Uh, and the engrave I did is very intricate because that's also my face. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> the same one. <laughs> oh, the same one. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna basically going to have a cutting board with my face on it. So yeah, people can uh, stab you in the face. Yeah, it's a perfect opportunity f- for my wife to stab me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but there are ve- very small, intricate parts in the engrave. So pouring uh, just in the those parts is Im- nearly impossible or yes. impossible. Yeah. yeah. So I poured all over and just yeah, had it yeah. dry up. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized... I wonder how deep the the end grain will soak up the epoxy because the engraving <laughs> was only three millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mm. the next day I sand the epoxy down. It turns out that the end grain had soaked the epoxy uh, as far or further. <laughs> or, <laughs> Come out the other side. Yeah, yeah almost. <laughs> <laughs> so when sanding it down, it didn't look good. Like the the wood was kind of stained in that area where the epoxy okay. had been been yeah. lying. 
So I just turned the cutting board over <laughs> and I, I engraved the other side as well. Okay. And then I sprayed with lacquer, like yes. lacquer spray. Yeah, like a varnish, yeah, something, yeah. Yeah, like a varnish to prevent the epoxy from soaking the end grain. Good. Yes. You didn't do and that then, on either side then? No, you I didn't, didn't do on that the first one. No. no. Okay, yeah. No. Okay. So after work today, I sanded it down and it uh, looks quite good now. Uh, okay. There are some small parts where the the epoxy penetrated the. I did three coats of lacquer spray or varnish. Uh, yeah. Maybe I sh- should have done it even more. I think yeah. to prevent the yeah, I suppose an end grain. Yeah, yeah. But now it looks uh, it looks kind of good. Um, okay. So it's going to be a a video, of course, but uh, I'm not sure if you can see this. Oh yeah, that looks good. Yeah. It's a very nice, uh, de- it's a detailed image of you, isn't it? Yeah, it's very detailed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in the video, I'm going to explain how to make like an SVG or a vector of your face to actually oh, okay. make this thing, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. So it's, it's, uh, it's a pun, actually, on the, it's called a face grain cutting board, really. <laughs> 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 so this is a face end grain cutting a board. Face end grain cutting board. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah, but then uh, then I realized that a project never is as easy as you want it to be. Uh, yeah. That's the, that's the thing I learned this week. Is it the same yeah. for you? Oh, Pierre, definitely. Can you honestly put your hand on your heart and think you've made you, you've had an idea to make something? You've gone in the workshop and you've made it. And everything has gone perfect. I can't. I can't. I know, I can't either. I can't. Because there's always something, either through your own stupidity, because <laughs> you've cut something that should be two meters long and you've cut it one and a half meters long. <laughs> <laughs> you never cut something too long, do you? You've always, you know, you've always chopped too much off. And yeah, you're thinking, yeah. oh, I haven't got any more. I'll have to glue two bits together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's either through your own stupidity or you're routing something and the router jumps or whatever, or mm. do you know what I mean? The tool sort yeah. of fights you or whatever sometimes. Yeah. Or your design's just absolute rubbish and it looks terrible when you finish. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, I'm going to chop that up and start again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for this one, I tried to, I tried to mitigate some of the things I, I thought was going to be hard like for the glue up i actually cut some pieces of wood and wrapped them in like uh, plastic oh yeah so i wanted yeah. to to clamp them onto the ends of onto the, the ends yeah yeah to Bod. keep everything level yeah but when when clamping everything down i realized i had no clamps that could get underneath that wood oh, all right okay uh, so i just thought nah skip it and i was hammering away with a with a mallet to to get everything down yeah. into the yeah yeah <laughs> into the clamp yeah but it was already like stuck the the glue dried so quickly it was wow. stuck already so i'm not sure if it's the weather or what what are you, are you, did are you doing this outside in 30 degree heat or what what sort of temperature it kind of, Sweden? yeah we, it was kind of hot so it might have been <laughs> that or or that's or because of it the humidity that yeah we have right now yeah, yeah. okay yeah, but yeah, sure. I, I always, I often find, you know, nothing goes to plan. That 
sometimes you know the minor mistakes and you can get out you can get away with them sometimes you know it's a total disaster yeah um, the total disaster doesn't happen very often but it does hurt when it happens doesn't it yeah it does really um, hurt and i was so a bit, when i was uh, yeah, yeah go on go, go on well, i was a bit heartened this week or recently because i watched um chris salamoni Mm-hmm. And uh, from Four Eyes, and uh, they've been buying these big slab. They bought these big slabs of uh, walnut or whatever they did to make tables yeah. and desks and what have you with epoxy in. Mm. And they've, they made a mold for the uh, epoxy, yeah, and the, a form, sorry, for the epoxy. And they put the wood in, and they put all the epoxy in. But what they failed to do was to put any sort of release agent on the form maker, oh, so no. it all stuck to the underside of the. A uh, piece of massive piece of walnut, and they couldn't <laughs> yeah. get it off. So they had to take a hand electric plane, a handheld electric plane, and plane off all the melamine off the bottom oh. of the massive slab. Oh, wow! <laughs> they said it took them about four hours to take it all off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought, well, if these lads can make that sort of mess, you yeah. know, mistake, I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh. When I was when I was sanding the first engraving down or, or the epoxy down, uh, I went on for it seemed like forever. Yeah, uh, and then I got annoyed. I'm like, I was like, how far can it have gone? Can it have gone as far down as the the engraving? Yeah, and then at one point I was so annoyed that I just dug the the sander down In, into the into yeah. the middle. Yeah, <laughs> and I just went down and down and down until I saw that the engraving was <laughs> no was more, no more. And then I was like, ah, oh, and now I have a big hole in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, what have you done with the bottom of this board then? I I haven't done anything yet, but when, once I'm done with the 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 top now, I'm just gonna flip it over and route route off the the bottom okay. again. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's still quite, it's still like 35 millimeters thick. So it's not yeah, okay, an issue. That's good, really. yeah. Yeah. I know when I first did epoxy, um, I did some serving boards with, and people's initials in, mm. and it was a blue sparkly epoxy. Yeah. And I didn't put any uh, lacquer or varnish on. Mm. I was there sanding forever to try to get it off. Yeah. So I learned that lesson really early on to put something on to, so it doesn't soak into the wood around. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's actually David Picciuto's fault because he did an <laughs> he did a video way back where he did an end grain cutting board with a um, epoxy inlay, right? And he said in the video, "I thought I needed to to do something to prevent it from going into the wood, but yeah, uh, it worked out just fine." Ah, uh, so I trusted him. I shouldn't they have. Don't never trust him. Mm. No. Um. Because even uh, when I watched uh, Chris Salamone and the other guys, they always put like a, a clear layer of epoxy, a clear layer of something on first before they do the big pot. All oh, right. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, is this is this your f- no? This isn't your first time with epoxy, is it? No, I've used epoxy on some smaller projects before. Uh, I'm not sure about this product. It said says food safe, but. Uh, maybe they all are really. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. Um, uh, I, I, I quite like, I've got, I've got some epoxy left. I keep thinking I must try something with some epoxy again to do something else. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not too sure what. 
Because Andy's epoxy I, never set, did it? He, he had epoxy that wouldn't set. Yeah, I wonder where he bought that one because the other ones that I've used have been slow setting and that took like 48 hours or something. Yeah, yeah. And this this other one uh, was like four hours only. So yeah. quite quick. Yeah, the ones I've used have like, I've, I've done it and then left it overnight and it's always mm. been set the next day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting you said about when you glued it up and it dried almost quickly. Right, yeah. really quickly because often you watch people's youtube videos and they say oh, i'm gluing up this uh panel for the side or the top or whatever and mm. they glue the panels up and they go uh, uh, i've left them a couple of hours well i would never leave anything a couple of hours i would leave it like either overnight or whatever yeah me too <laughs> but you can you can probably leave it for like two or three hours and then keep working on it if yeah you, if you're not going to put any pressure on the the thing yeah. the, the glue joint yeah yeah but i'm always a bit i think oh i'm gonna ruin ruin what i've done already if i do that do you know what i mean yeah yeah um, which is why things often take longer than you thought uh, mm. yeah yeah they do but um speaking of like uh not making mistakes but you know doing things and then changing your mind or doing things wrong i watched uh, michael alm today mm. And I've enjoyed him building his office. He's building an office, isn't he? Yeah, I've watched the videos as well. And he 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 had a he made like a he got an old set of drawers that's been under his workbench for years, and he made them into a cabinet. Yeah. And then I watched the one today where he has these bookcases, like uh, three bookcases that have been in his workshop, and he's chopped them up and he's made a nice little uh, cadenza, so sort of like a sideboard sort of thing. Oh, okay. And um, he gone halfway through that and uh, thought, ah. Oh, I don't like the way I've done this. So then he got the sander out and he sanded everything off and changed his mind and did it a different way. So it's <laughs> yeah. not just us, but yeah. No, it's everyone, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I quite, I quite like this video. It's very good. Mm. I'm going to go watch it afterwards. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the rebuild of uh, the offices. Uh, I like those things where you get to go along in, in a journey. Yeah. And uh, he was saying that uh, he's quite pleased that uh, most of the things he's used for this office have been uh, like recycled things. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't actually, asked, you don't he spend very much money on doing it. And I quite like the idea of getting something old and trans, you know, making it into something different altogether. Like you took a bookcase and he made it into a sideboard. Yeah. And you would never think it was a bookcase because the bookcase just consisted of like, you know, like an Ike, look, look like an Ikea bookcase, just a, the tall sides and that. Yeah. And he made it into something nice, yeah. Yeah, cool. Trouble is, I haven't got any old furniture to to, to transform. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, that's a, well, that's a nightmare, though, Pierre. Isn't it? We've had horror stories of Facebook Marketplace. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Have you sold anything yeah, but, on Facebook Marketplace lately? Um, I did sell a laser on Marketplace mm. uh, last weekend. Yeah. It's kind okay. of good selling stuff on, on Marketplace because they don't charge you anything for selling. Yeah. All the other platforms we have in Sweden charge you quite quite a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah like eBay charges. You've got a list, pay for a listing, then you pay a percentage, I think, of the final price. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ah. yeah but that's... Um, that's what I've been doing. We, we spent the Saturday, as I said, with... Uh, Julia's birthday was uh, August 7th, 
but we couldn't okay. celebrate her then. So this Saturday we went to the movies and saw a movie called When Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, Where the Crawdads Sing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she had been looking forward to see that movie for a long time. Uh, so it was a surprise. Uh, and then we went home and made some dinner. We had, the kids were at my mom's place. And I also had a project in mind uh, that it's a leather purse that she wants. Okay. So I, I bought some leather in preparation. So we started working on that and just had a good time oh. talk, talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah, just for, for a change. <laughs> yeah, for a change. Yeah. <laughs> no kids nice. were interrupting. Yeah. No interruptions, yeah. Uh, All right, okay. And uh, yeah. it's quite nice, isn't it, though, sometimes? Like um, like Sally's into the leather thing now so often. She'll, she'll say, ah, oh, what can I do with this? Like we do it. So we do some stuff together, which is quite nice, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I love yeah. it. Obviously, there's no kids here who interrupt us, you know what I mean? Oh. Um, has your wife read the book, Where the Crawdads Sing, then? Yeah, we both have, and we, we both love the book. Have you read it? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, actually, I actually bought the book. For Sally, mm-hmm. when the book first came out, she didn't yeah. know. And I, I, I saw somebody online or in an email or someone I follow for a blog or said, oh, you must, you must read this book. So I bought it for mm-hmm. Sally and she read it and she loved it. Yeah. And she gave it to a, a friend of ours in the village there, loved it. And mums loved it. Everyone who reads it loves the book. Yeah. But Sally's a bit worried about going to see the movie because she, she thinks it won't be as good as the book. I I asked a colleague of mine who had seen the movie. I said uh, I asked her, "Was it like you imagined in the book?" And she was like, "Yeah, it was really one of the the most um, um, I can't find the words. It was really like she imagined it when she was reading okay. it in okay, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because it is one of Sally's favorite books now. That book." Yeah, it's it's my obsession for today. It's one of the best books I've ever read. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I've not read it, Pierre, being, you know, a man who doesn't read books. But uh, <laughs> I did buy it for her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see the movie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie as well. Yeah. All right, okay. Hmm. So have you finished this purse then? No, we didn't. We, we ended up talking too much, but... Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know if you call it felted or um, when you like put the leather in quilted or what oh, is right. okay, this yeah. pattern? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, like interlaced, that. yeah, yeah. Interlaced, yeah. Yeah, all right, okay. So it, the front of the bag is supposed to be interlaced. And uh, yeah, yeah uh, we saw someone this summer who had a bag like that and she fell in love with it. So I all said, right, well, okay. let's make it. Very good. Uh, yeah. What a husband. Uh, what a husband. What so a husband. What, have, what have you been up to? <laughs> what have I been up to? Um, I've, well, I've, since the last podcast, I finished the spoon off. Oh, yeah, it looks very nice. And uh, I have to say, that's probably the one thing I've spent the most time in my life on sanding, Pierre. Oh. I spent hours and hours sanding that thing. Did you cut thin, thin strips of uh, of sandpaper to to be able to yeah, sand? Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, and I rolled some round dowels and stuff, and uh, other bits of plastic pipe I had to get inside the thing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I have these. Uh, I bought them ages ago from Axminster. They're called uh, sanding pens. Okay, and they look just like a pen, 
Yeah. And it's got a piece of sandpaper on it that's about uh, five millimeters in width, in mm. like a band that goes around the pen. And so you right. can, the tip, you can sand with the tip and then move the sandpaper around so you get a new piece at the tip. Ah, oh, clever. And uh, they come in like uh, 80, 120, 240, three, uh, you know, different grits. Mm. You got the four pens and you got uh, about 10 different replacement sandpaper pieces for it. So, mm. so I use them for inside the engraving to get that smooth. Okay. But yeah, I spent, and I went right up to sort of like uh, 320, I think, mm. with sandpaper. But yeah, I was absolutely covered in dust. <laughs> and I just put, you know, a nice podcast on and just sat there and had, it was a nice day. I had, the, I had the workshop, the garage door open. So, but yeah, I was lost in my own little world, sanding and sanding, but it was, I couldn't stop touching it then. It was so smooth. It was lovely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Steve's what in the you? workshop stroking his spoon. <laughs> love spoon. <laughs> his love spoon. Yeah. So what did you end up finishing it with? I used that uh, Treatex stuff that I talked about. All right. And I thought, oh, shall I put some Rubio on? But um, like I said, I like Rubio, but it is, it is a bit flat, isn't it? I always think. Yeah. Whereas this thing had a slight uh, satin finish to it. Hmm. So I got that as a, a sample, a free sample. So I put some on and you put it on, same as Rubio, put it on, leave it 10 minutes and then rub it off. Yeah. And then it said, uh, you, can put a, you can put another coat on if you want. So I did put two coats on and it, it dried lovely. Yeah, really nice. Mm. And it really did bring out the grain of the yeah. ash. Yeah. So I was really, really super pleased with that. It was really good. Mm. Uh, and then uh, I made a little cardboard box mm-hmm. with the cricket. Um, yeah. There's a website and you put in the di- you pick the sort of box you want, put in the dimensions and it does your uh, SVG for the box. Yeah, is it Maker Cube or something like that? Uh it's a, it's a I'll see if I can find the website. It's a um a Dutch website. Yeah, yeah, I know what it I know what the one You know the one I mean? I know what you mean. It's not Maker Cube. No, it's uh Oh. Let's have a look on the old internet. Uh, maker case? No, no, that's not the one. Template maker. Template maker dot nl. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, and he has uh, lots of uh, different style boxes you can make, doesn't he? Yeah, heart shaped boxes, bags, yeah. pillowcases, pizza slice boxes, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, envelopes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I use that, and you just put in the dimensions of what your box you want, and it, you can never either have a PDF or a SVG, and it's all free. Yeah, it's a very nice website. So, yeah, it's a good little website. I'll uh, I'll put a link in our uh, description sure to it in case yeah. anyone wants to have a look at it. Yeah. So I just use that, and then um, I got uh, Larry out and lasered like a, a a tag for it. Yeah, and some hearts, and stuck them on, and a bit of raffia. Looked a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, it looks very, very nice. <laughs> and it went down well. Yeah, the people uh, really, really appreciated the uh, the sentiment of it all and stuff like that. And I mm. put a little card inside which explained why what a Welsh love spoon is because not everybody knows about Welsh love spoons. No. Oh. Oh. So, um, 
And I wanted to, uh, once I finished it, I thought I want to take some photos of it. And um, I thought I need to do something a bit different with these photos. So I went down the bottom of the garden and I found uh, this piece of rotting wood with yeah. like uh, nice grain in it and stuff like that. Mm. And that's what I used to take the photos of, of the spoon on. Yeah. And uh, I photographed some other things as well on that wood and it, uh, it looked really good. Yeah. Rather than just, really I, mean, nice. I always struggle for a background. Yeah, it's hard finding the, the, the right background, but the texture of this wood is awesome. It's perfect yeah. for taking photos. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is good for taking photos, isn't it? Yeah. And then um, I thought, okay, I've got the photos, but I could do with like, you know, pimping them a little bit. <laughs> and right. um, yeah, you need to pimp them a bit, don't you? And so yeah. um, I have the Lightroom app on my iPad. Yeah. But I, I, haven't, I haven't paid for it. It's just a free bit. There's bits of it that you need to pay, isn't there? Mm, yeah. So I just, used, I just used that. And that, that was really good. I got well into that and yeah. um, pimped it up a bit, yeah. So, um, and I did some other photos that we can't really talk about because they're part of my top secret project. Secret project. Top secret project. Steve's I thought you were going to say because they're nude. <laughs> <laughs> You can be careful of splinters on that wood, Pierre. <laughs> you can be very careful on that piece of wood. But uh, I've kept that piece of wood. I thought it's going to get every photo I take from now on, it's going to have that piece of wood in it. Because <laughs> you can buy like, uh, like backdrops and uh, things for like, you know, to put on your desk to take photos of, can't you? Like, with different backgrounds on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have one of those little light boxes, don't you? I have one of those. I rarely use it, but for right. when making the product photos for our website, I use that one. It's from yeah. newer. Uh, it's like a fold-up uh, Yeah, photo like box. a fold-up tent, isn't it? Yeah, and it comes with two lights installed, so you can just yeah. uh, uh, connect it and uh, take your photos and it looks really good, of course. Uh, and it's quite cheap, I think. Yeah, I, I looked at some online, and they, were, they went from something. They went from like ten pounds up to yeah. like forty pounds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I resisted the urge, Pierre, and good. I just uh, I resisted the urge, and yeah. I just went down the bottom of the garden and found some old bits of wood. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I did that, and then. I have done some work on the top secret project. Mm -hmm. Which you still uh, can't talk about. I, I can't talk about that, but yeah, no. Don't, no. don't tell anyone. Um, beginning Can of we October. have any clues? Can we have some Beginning clues? of October. Beginning of October. That's one month. Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, so uh, next, next week, there is no Love Spoon. There is only the top secret project. <laughs> <laughs> and then four weeks or more. Well, hey, next week, next week, dear listeners, Stephen's getting on an aeroplane. Yeah. And he's going to a country that um, he's been to before. Uh, it's a very nice country. Um, lots of forests there. Do you think anyone's at home is now guessing where I'm going, Pierre? Lots of forests. Sometimes the, I have seen the occasional moose whilst I've been there. Mm. Um, so it's not Germany. 
No, it's not Germany. Oh, I wouldn't go to Germany. Um, and then uh, <laughs> it is home to the Plyscraper. It is, yeah. The Plyscraper Hotel. If you've listened to this podcast before, you might know where that is. Um, I'm going to Sweden on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, Yay! sorry. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Not this, not... But today's Tuesday, so a week's time I'm going to Sweden, yeah. Mm. To yeah. see my brother-in-law. Yeah. Very nice. So, um, and you never know while I'm there, I might get to see somebody else. I hope so. We're yeah. only 150 kilometers apart. Okay. Well, you know, you're, you're in Belgium. That's the only problem. <laughs> uh, I'm in Belgium. <laughs> yeah. no, and he's on the on... other side of the country. So Yeah, he is. <laughs> But I get back on Saturday from Belgium, and Sunday is uh, is voting day in Sweden. We're voting oh, right. for uh, the the new four year period. But I already did did that this oh, uh, right. past weekend. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh, this is like a general election then for a new for the government. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, and how come you voted early? Uh, I just thought if you come here. That weekend, uh, we we don't need to spend time go voting. <laughs> okay, I'm prepared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to Sweden. Yeah. Mm. Um, I've got lots of things I have to do whilst I'm there, but hopefully yeah. I might get some time to myself, or yeah. a bit of free time, and uh, we'll have a bit of Swedish fun. Yeah. Ah. But uh, are you gonna? Drink yeah, when you're in Sweden <laughs> <laughs> at those prices. You're kidding, aren't you? No, <laughs> I might have a drink while I'm in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. you never know. Huh? The drought might be over in in uh, in one week. Then <laughs> I hope it's still warm. Yeah, the weather that is not the beer. Yeah, um, cold beer yeah. and warm weather. So um, whilst I'm in Sweden, Pierre, is there anything you recommend I should eat or do? Um, that's a tough question. Eat, yeah. yeah. On the something very side. Swedish. I'm not having yeah. like herring or something like that. You know what I mean? But you know, a big thing right now, I think, is smashed burgers. Smashed burgers. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's a one of those things that are popular. Basically, you smash the burger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is it is it bunless this burger that's been smashed? No, it's it's not, it's with bun. Is it? Do you smash the bun as well? The 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 chef does all the smashing, so you get a smashed burger. <laughs> okay. Oh well, yeah. that sounds good. Doesn't sound very Swedish. And while you're in Gothenburg, yeah, you should go visit Halmstad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll have to find some meatballs while I'm there. Yeah, yeah. If I you come here, I'll give you Swedish, real Swedish meatballs. <laughs> real ones, okay. Yeah. Homemade, not the. You're not, not getting the them from. Ones. You're not getting them from Lidl, are you? No, no. <laughs> ah, British, yeah, so. British beef turned into meatballs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> British beef in meatballs. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's something that's going on. So that'll be good fun. Yeah. Um. Again, I've been uh, a bit like yourself. Uh, Sally did some more designs, and I 
drew them up in uh, Affinity and stuff like that and uh, made some templates. And I did actually cut some more leather out on the laser. All right. It, it, it's amazing. It, it, one minute, 28 seconds to cut out stuff for a wallet <laughs> with all the holes yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like cheating. It is kind of like cheating, isn't it? but yeah. it's a good way to sort of prototype something, I think, isn't it? Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, because then uh, you can like sew it up and see what it looks like without having to spend hours doing yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. also c- cutting, cutting with the um, with the laser, you can you can repeat it so many times. Yeah, uh, and when cutting with a knife, it's it's really hard to get the crisp edges. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. someone who is skilled, who's done it a thousand times, might be good, but. Uh, it's really hard as a beginner to get the crisp edges. Yeah. I watch these people on YouTube. They make it look very easy doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, but yeah, so I've been doing that. So that's been good fun. Yeah. And, um, I was messing about with Etsy today. Yeah. How's the Etsy store coming up? Yeah. So the Etsy store just <laughs> exists. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, uh, I took some photos with the piece of wood, but yeah, mm. on the, on the, on the, you know, uh, character wood that I've got, or this piece yeah. of old rotting wood. I took some photos on there and pimped them up as well on uh, Lightroom. Yeah. And they look awesome. I have to say, they do look pretty darn good. What are and the so, products? Um, these coasters that I was making, some coasters yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. And um, I went on Etsy and I started to upload them all. And I thought, why am I doing this? Because I'm going away for a week. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be in Sweden. Well, God forbid somebody buys one. But if I'm away and somebody wants to buy one, then I'm knackered, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. So I'll wait until I come back. But it's all ready to go. It's all all there, ready to go. Just push push the button. Okay, that's cool. So... Yeah, but the photos. Did you up. talk to Chad for some advice? No, I haven't spoken to Chad now, but no. could do. Yeah, uh, I got a nice message off Peter Millard this week. All right. Yeah, because uh, we mentioned about. Uh, he, he said, and I'll tell you what he said. Yeah. yeah, tell me. Yeah, I'll tell you what he said. He was very good. Um, where's me uh, things on here? Here we go. So he says, hi, Steve, just caught the podcast. He's still listening to our podcast, Pierre. Ah, nice. Hey, nice. get in. Uh, good one as usual, he says. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a great one, Peter, the man good. Um, <laughs> and he was on about posting videos to Instagram because I'd said when I tried to post a video as a post, it makes it into a reel. True. But he yeah. said... If you if he posts videos as a post, and he makes them at least three minutes long, so maybe his mind was ah. just a bit too short. So yeah. if you make them if you make them longer than the ninety seconds, they probably go as a post. I would think. Okay, that's uh, clever. Yeah, he uh, did a he, really he, nice he footstool this week as well. Oh yeah, size footstool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got to uh, do the weaving on it, hasn't he? Mm. But he did say. Uh, Instagram's a bit of a mess. He agreed with us, Peter. Uh, All uh, right. Pierre. Yeah. yeah, he agreed with mm. us, did our Peter. Mm. And uh, he said, uh, he also said that um, Instagram are going to launch subscriptions, a bit like Patreon. Okay. 
So you can have, a, uh, they're trying it in the US at the moment, but then you can have your own subscribers. And apparently you can take them with you to other platforms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, I can't see Instagram what doing that. What type of platforms? <laughs> <laughs> Very high ones. Yeah. So you could take them with you to, um, they won't let you take them to TikTok or something like that, will they? But maybe you take them to YouTube or something. Or, mm. Yeah. Yeah, or that sounds good. Yeah. So uh, that's what I've been up to. Yeah. But the burning, your... question, the burning question we all want to know, Pierre, yeah. listeners have been messaging me in the drove saying they love this new segment. <laughs> oh, well, not that one. <laughs> this one. <laughs> please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you bought anything this week? Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you bought anything this week? Have you bought anything from Amazon or got something from elsewhere? Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you been wasting all your dough? Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you been wasting all your dough? <laughs> <I> so, <laughs> I couldn't stop singing it last week. Everywhere I went, I was singing it. <laughs> and then Sally was singing it. We were walking around the house singing it all the time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go for it. I didn't buy anything. Oh, and uh, I can already see that, like the business account is growing <laughs> with with this decision. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've never been a like a saver for money. Um, no. I, d- I don't care about later. I'm no. I'm sort of reckless, you could okay. say, with money. Yeah. yeah. But then again, I've always thought I might be dead tomorrow. So I've always spent money on what I want or or I've been saving up for s- some something. something special that yes. I want to yeah. buy. Yeah. yeah. But I've never been saving just for saving, mm-hmm. just for sake of saving. But now it feels kind of good. <laughs> 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 And now you started to save, are you going to be one of these people who go, oh, I could buy that, but I'm not going to, because I want to see these savings grow. I don't think so. I <laughs> I really don't think so, because when I really want something, I usually just go for it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like I said last week, I've been so close to buying a domino, and if someone were new <laughs> is about to sell their domino, I will please, probably buy it. Please email a Swedish maker. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but no, um, it feels good not buying stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I watched a, another good video. It was a TED Talk mm? by this woman who said, uh, uh, the title of her TED Talk was, How Many Towels is Enough? <laughs> <laughs> and so there was a, her and her husband, and she had triplets, Pierre. Yeah. And she said, how many towels does a family of five need? And she went to the cupboard and there was just, it was full of towels. Mm. And so this was the start of a, like a minimalist journey was the towels. So she did lots of maths. Mm. She consulted her husband who was watching an American football game at the time. And she said, how many towels do you think a family <laughs> needs? He went, I don't know, whatever you want. <laughs> And she came back later and said, do you think two each is enough? He went, that sounds great. So they have two towels each. 
That's very good. It's so easy to keep to keep track of your towels yeah. as well if you don't have that many. Yeah, so she got rid of all the other towels and that was the start of uh, cutting down on stuff in the house. Mm. Yeah. Did, did you buy anything? Uh, have I bought anything? Um, I don't think that I have bought anything, Pierre. You I haven't know. been to the middle of Lidl? I did go to the middle of Lidl, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, yes, I did. have bought something, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, we went to little on saturday Mm. and uh in the middle of little i bought something you've got here i was envious of your purchase from little before so yeah (laughs) i bought the washer set and i bought the assorted nut set before didn't i yeah you did but then i bought the assorted hooks set Ooh, because you've good. got the hooks, haven't you? I have the hooks at yeah. Yeah, so I Perfect. splashed out two pounds forty nine pence on the assorted hook set. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, good. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I didn't go too wild. No, that's but other than wild. that. No, I don't think I bought anything. No, mm. um, I, like I said, I went to the woodyard, but it was uh, it was in it was in bits the woodyard, so I couldn't buy anything. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so I might go to the woodyard. Mm. Uh, but uh, maybe it's when I come back from Sweden I go to the woodyard yeah yeah uh, so anything else Pierre on your mind hmm. hmm I don't think so Um, have you got another video that you know that you're going to make oh the, the cutting boards are videos now the cutting boards are video uh, that's the next video yeah so um, and then uh, I received the battery I was talking about last Oh, week. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I received the battery and it was in a package, but there was no solar panel. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. so that's a bit, bit of cheating because I, I wanted a battery. Yeah. But uh, I reached out to two companies and one of them said yes. So I'm a bit spoiled that way because I didn't buy it technically. No. They Did they say they were going free. to send you the solar panels? Yeah, they sent they sent me a link first to the battery and said we can we can send you this and I said I would rather you gave me a battery and a solar panel because mm-hmm. I would like to show that off in the video as well. Yeah. And she's they sent me a new link with a battery and a solar panel and I said that's fine with me. Um and then they sent it and I received the battery yes 2 days ago. But there was no solar panel. So then I I wrote back to them saying like I, where's the solar panel? <laughs> where's the solar panel? Because they said, we'll send you the battery if you make a 10-minute video. Mm-hmm. So I had a bit of leeway. I could say, yeah, I, can't, I can't really make a 10-minute <coughs> video just about a battery. Battery, yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, today they sent me a, a new email saying, yeah, we've sent you. The, the solar panel in the package was out of stock, so we've sent you another one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but the battery so far seems really good. Like the competitors uh, seem to be like they degrade in 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 power. Performance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, performance quite quickly, and this one has like a two thousand charge before it's down to eighty percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it seems very good and uh, kind of light, so you can bring it with you, and it's. 500 and 570 kilowatt hours 
something okay. like that. Okay. So you can charge your phone for <coughs> yeah a couple you of years. Power, <laughs> and you can power. Uh, could you power uh, like a table saw with it or something? Or yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So oh, that's good. what that's what I intend to do. Try yeah. to because when yeah. I looked at the prices, because I wanted a screenshot on the electricity prices for the video, mm. and I looked at the the prices like today, it's been at the peak uh, between seven and eight. It was almost ten one pound per kilowatt hour. Right. Okay. Yeah. And tonight, between yeah, tonight it's going to be like down to nickels, okay, per kilowatt hour. So it's really going up and down, up and down yeah. every night. Uh-huh. Uh, so during the night, it's perfect to charge up that, and then I can bring it to the workshop. Yeah, and I don't have to spend a lot of money on running the table saw. Yeah. So, <laughs> so going on from this electricity business. Yeah. Do we have to start recording this podcast at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I used to, I have this computer in the basement where I record the podcast and I usually just leave it on. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays I'm just, it's not, it's not like it's going to affect anything on the price really, but just, just to be, to have yeah. the, the thought in mind, I turn, turn the off. computer off. Yeah. 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 Because I was, uh, I went for a walk today, and there's a few houses round here with solar panels on the roof. Mm. And I thought, I bet you can't buy a solar panel for love and money at the minute, or if you can, they'll be really expensive. For sure, yeah, yeah. Because everybody be trying to get one, won't they? Yeah, I have some neighbours, and they say they're doing really well this summer. But then again, during winter, they're not making yeah. hardly no, you anything. don't make so much, do you? No, yeah, yeah. And it's about whether you can make back the money you've paid for the solar panels in your lifetime. And it's no point me getting them at 62, man. I'll be bloody dead before I make my money back. <laughs> yeah. ah. That was a thing with uh, Rick Gervais, his friend, Carl Pink- Pinkington. Uh, Carl Pinkington, yeah. Yeah. There was an article that said, uh, 96-year-old woman scarred for life. And Ricky said that Carl Pinkington said, not really scarred for life, is she? <laughs> <laughs> for a couple of years maybe <laughs> only a couple of years left to yeah. live <laughs> ah yeah okay well on that note Pierre I'll play the right jingle this time shall I do it what have you what got, have you got? Bump. maybe you should uh, record that now Pierre with your uh... you've got a lovely voice by the way <laughs> thank you <laughs> So, uh, what have you got? What have I got? Well, I've got something uh, interesting, Pierre, that um, Mm -hmm. I didn't know about until a week ago. And uh, the word obsession is true because I was obsessed with this thing every day. Okay. Until I finished it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, my obsession is a podcast. I know you like your podcasts. Mm -hmm. And um, my podcast is called... Finding Drago. Finding Drago. Drago, yeah. So, do you like your Rocky movies? Yeah. Yeah. And so, Ivan Drago yeah. is in Rocky Four, isn't he? He's the Russian guy that uh, Rocky fights in Russia on Christmas Day. 
Yeah, sure. Played by the Swedish man, Dolph Lundgren. Is he Swedish, isn't he? Dolph? He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he played by Dolph. So um, in this podcast, the, it's an Austra- two Australian guys, mm. and they used to have a, a movie podcast previously okay. where they reviewed movies. Mm. And one of their favorite movies is Rocky IV. Ah. And when they were doing the review of Rocky IV, because it was their favorite movie, uh, a film critic had written a review, which he said, you know, he, he loved Rocky IV. And he talked about a book that was written after Rocky IV called uh, Ivan Drago. Uh, what's it? Hang on, let me tell you what it's called. Ivan Drago. On Mountains We Stand. Mm. Yes. And it's a book about uh, what happens to Ivan Drago after he's beaten by Rocky. (sighs) All Uh, right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And how uh, Ivan Drago's not just a robotic, uh, drug-filled fighter. He's a Mm. man. And he he has a, a, a life story about finding himself and being free after the fight. Oh, and so uh, one of the guys tries to find this book, and it's written by a man called Todd Noy. (laughs) And so he sets off on a quest to try and find this book and to find out some more about Todd Noy. Yeah, and uh, he finds a a review on Goodreads website for Mm -hmm. finding Drago on mountains high and on mountains we stand. And this review is by this guy, and he says. uh, I was in Peru and I was walking along the road at night. It was pouring down with rain and an elderly tramp came towards me and said, with a wizened face, and he said to me, you look like a troubled man. Please take this book. It will change your life. And the tramp gave him a a copy of Finding Drago on Mountains We Stand. Ah. And it changed this young man's life. And then somebody else put a review. They were on a beach and they put the towel down on the beach and there was a bump in the sand and he went to flatten the bump down and there was a book buried in the sand. And the book was Finding Drago on Mountains We Stand. (laughs) So this guy then, the uh, podcast man, finds a place where he can get a copy of the book from England. Yeah. So he gets an actual physical copy of the book sent from England to Australia. Yeah. And the book is brand new. So in the, in the book, there is the uh, blurb about Todd Noy, the author, yeah. who was a Pulitzer Prize winning author from Perth, Australia, worked for Keo magazine, a boxing magazine. He wrote various other books that were bestsellers, yeah. but he died 25 years ago. Oh. But the book is brand new. And the book is signed by Todd Noy. And so the mystery starts, Pierre. Yeah. And there are six episodes. And I, honestly, if you love your podcasts and you love a good story, and it's, it's such well-made podcast because it's by ABC, the TV network in Australia, you've mm-hmm. got to listen to it. And there, there are six episodes, but they're forced to make a seventh episode after some dramatic events at the end of episode six. Oof. So my recommendation is Finding Drago, a podcast. You can get it on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast from. Seven episodes, give it a listen. You'll love it. Uh, I'll try it out. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> it sounds very good. <laughs> so, what have you got, Pierre? Well, like I said, oh, crawdads. <laughs> yeah, if you want to read one book, uh, oh. read uh, the book by Delia Owens called "When the Crawdads Sing," and or watch the the movie because it was it was kind of a copy of the book, really. Mm. And usually they aren't; they're much worse than the book. But yeah. Uh, they did a good thing about with the the movie as well. Yeah, uh, but I have another one just because I already mentioned the book, <laughs> and that's my good our good friend Justin White. Yes, uh, the Garage Avenger. Yeah, uh, his latest video. He has the podcast uh, Make Ideas Reality, of course, but he also had has a YouTube channel, and his latest video was about the cost of ice bathing. And All right. <laughs> yeah, he he built like a uh, Wim Hof ice bath. Yeah, Wim Hof okay, yeah. Is a, this guy who likes to bathe in cold, cold water. Yeah, he's big over here, Wim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he made it from like a freezer. <laughs> but okay. In the latest video, he kind of breaks down what, what was the cost of building the ice bath and uh, is it good or not for your body? Mm-hmm. And uh, in the video, he just talks about all of those things. But he's a really good video maker. I enjoy his videos. Yeah. And um, yeah, you can go at, back and watch when he built the, the ice bath as well. Mm. Uh, and it's really, he he's doing that every day. Yeah. And at one point, he explains in the video, he tried to break his record. <laughs> <laughs> And like the day after, he was blind on one of the his eyes. <laughs> so it's not good to do it too much. But at, yeah. at um, a couple of minutes a day is apparently very good for your yeah. health. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was a TV show in the UK with like uh, celebrities. And yeah. Wim Hof was getting them to go into ice baths mm. and, uh, you know, all this breathing sort of stuff. Yeah. And I forget the name. He was a sportsman and he went in the ice bath. And they had to literally drag him out because he said it was great, and then he, he he was he was in far too long. Then that is really any good for you. All right. And they had to drag him out. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So Wim Hof, I don't know too much about him, but he he's the guy ice bathing, and he's apparently walking around in shorts in snow. Yeah, well. he do, he does all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's all about breathing. So, um, over here, there's a radio show and. Uh, one of the hosts is a big Wim Hof fan, uh, Chris Evans, and he got Chris Evans read his books and everything, and so he started taking cold showers every morning. Yeah. So he says, to st- if you want to start off, get in the shower while it's warm, and for the last ten seconds, turn your shower to cold, mm. and then next day, try and stay in a bit longer and try and stay in a bit longer. All right. So you having a cold shower tomorrow then, Pierre? Well. Maybe so. I watched a video about, um, or with the YouTube channel, Yes Theory. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah, Yes Theory. Yeah. 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 So they did a video with him uh, like two years ago, I imagine. And we went to skiing that winter. And we usually go out in the snow at mm-hmm. night before yeah. going into the sauna. Yeah. And I'm usually just running into the snow, jumping in there and then running back <laughs> into the sauna. But that year I just, I tried to think about my breathing and just relaxing. 
Yeah. And I could actually go out and sit in the snow uh, while I was relaxed. It was much easier to just be yeah. in the cold. Yeah. And yeah. enjoy it. Well, good man. Yeah. Because some say it's all about the twitch, isn't it? Because we twitch before we go into the cold snow. So if you don't yeah. twitch, then you don't. It's much better for you. Yeah. 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 So very good. Yeah. Ah. So. Well, this has been a fun-packed episode, Pierre. As always. Uh, so I'm off to go and pack a few things for Sweden. Mm. Anything you need? Anything? Do, do I need shorts or big coats, Pierre? What do you think I should pack? Right now it's uh, really, really warm during the day, but cold during the night. So oh. I think you should pack both. Okay. Well, that was a cop-out, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pack for every eventuality. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Raincoat. <laughs> raincoat, big coat, jumper, yeah. shorts. Yeah. Speedos. Winter jacket. <laughs> yeah, winter jacket. Um, yeah. So I'm off to pack a few bits and pieces. Pierre. Mm. He's, um, are you going to bed now or are you going to stay up a bit? Uh, US Open just began, so I'm, oh, I'm just going to yeah. watch the recap of the games. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're a golf man, are you? Oh, the tennis. Oh, the, no, you, you, tennis the tennis yeah. is on, isn't it? Yeah. 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 See, Andy Murray won. Yeah, I, he did. And uh, Curious also and, won. Yeah, and Serena won. Yeah, she did. Her oh, last tournament. Her last one, yeah. Mm. Okay, well, on that note, Pierre. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. You will. I, I mean, I will see you next week. Yeah, I will see you next week <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. All right. Well, good night, listeners. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed it because we had a fun time making it. Please leave us a review, like us, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at threenorthernmakers at gmail.com. You can send in your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. So once again, a big thank you. Cheers. <laughs>